Welcome back to another episode of Boys on a Lot of Podcasts. My name is Ashe Sanchez, and I'm not with Samari. I'm not with Owen. I'm with Elijah Gardner. Back again. What's happening? You like that intro? Yes, sir. Yeah. So we're back here, man. Um, me and Elijah are going to go track for track and just talk about the, the off-season, the review. I'm going to probably do more music reviews on here now just to give my take on what I think about these albums and the, the, uh, the music that some of these artists are going to be putting out. There's going to be a lot more coming out. We're going to have a lot more artists dropping music this summer. So what we're going to do is just to format it, uh, so we don't get any like copyright, which I know you guys probably think is here, so that's dumb. You play music before every show. How would you get copyrighted? I'm not going to waste your time as well and play the full song and let you hear us listen to it because... What are the YouTube channel? What is that? So me and Elijah are just going to go to track by track and then listen to it. So I'm going to stop it, the recording, and then play, and then stop, and then go, and da 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 And then we're going to go from there, and hopefully you guys enjoy, because uh, we're probably going to give you some of our best content here. But uh, yeah, me and Elijah are going to go track by track. So we're going to start with uh, uh, 95 South. Um like I said, this is the off-season by J. Cole, the album that he just dropped. Dropped it May 14, 2021. 39 minutes long. 12 tracks. Can't get better than that, right? Yes, so we're going to go ahead and listen to it. We're going to start by the intro. And then um, we'll give our like our takes on it. And then at the end, we'll give our takes on the whole album itself. Um, like I said, lots and lots of new stuff out um owen has a nfl draft grade out right now and no uh, nfl draft grade an nba playoff picture that he has out smart is gonna be dropping stuff here soon so we're just gonna keep on giving you guys more and more content keep feeding you guys more and more content but until then uh let's get into this review so we're gonna go into this first song we'll be right back so the first song that we just listened to was off the album 95 south off the j cole off season and, um, man. What you think? So, off the beginning, we heard it. You got, you got J. Cole himself on there. You got Boy Wonder, Coleman, Minutes, all them people, producers. J. Cole wrote it by himself. Then you got the sample from Throw It Up by Lil John and the Eastside Boys. Put your hood up with Lil John and the Eastside Boys. The samples in that. And then it's just it just goes on from there. You got Mez, his uh, longtime uh, engineer on production, but you know, got Cameron. You started off with Cameron, Kill Cam. Um, I like it. I think compared to all his other stuff, uh, I don't think we've ever gotten a, a intro like this. And then going into the album, I said that I wanted him to talk his shit. He did talk. I mean, yeah, he did talk his shit. I think this is one of the better songs on it, but I don't know. Upon my first listen to it, it, it this song definitely warmed up to me. I'll say that. My first listen to it, I was like, this would be good if it wasn't a year long. If this wasn't years long. Like a, like a. Yeah, like as anticipated as this was. Really? That's weird. Because I feel like, I feel like. It increase like it increases your like your hypeness for this album coming in. Well, I tell you one bar that killed it for me. not killed it for me, but I was like, I don't know, Cole. I feel like feel like that was heavy handed for you. What that Luigi brother now? Okay, like, yeah, I didn't like the Luigi I, bar. I can tell he's trying to. He did more wordplay with this album. Mm-hmm. He did a lot in '95 South, uh, but I, I just mean, that type of shit. I was like, dog. I think. I, when I first listened to this, I was like, thank you because you're coming aggressively and I wanted you to come aggressively. So you come really in. fucked with that little John sample too. And, and you come in, you're like, you say, this shit's too easy for me now. Nigga Cole been going plastic CDs was around. A 30 song album to a measly. When you sold it, which you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these fucking clowns. Look at everybody clapping how your 30 song album do a measly hundred thousand. Talk your shit. If I'm betting on myself, I'll I completely, completely double, double down. down. Talk if you hating on a nigga, please greet, greet me with a pound. Yeah. Talk like, shit. He, he was going and then he said that and you know, it was like, yeah, okay, that yeah, fucked it up. That fucked it up. Fucked it up. Like, he was flowing though. He was going. He, yeah, he was still, he was on go. It's just like. But that song, I mean, that bar though. 
It kind of fucked up. Like, but he was talking this shit. That was like, a punchline bar. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. When you sit there, you be like, yo, 30 song album do a measly hundred thousand. He's definitely talking his shit to It's the like, my guys. nigga. Like, he's like, nigga, I'm the OG. Like, yeah. nigga, y'all come to me now. Yeah, you definitely telling and niggas we really, pay your respects. And we all get the shit. wordplay from him. We get the storytelling yeah. from him. We never get to hear this nigga talk his shit like that. And I think that's why I like Born Simmons so much because he came with the controversial stuff. He came with him talking his shit. And now we got that from him. See, I was getting a, I heard a lot of people wasn't fucking with this song. But then I was like, so what do you niggas want? Because we can tell it, it gets harder to make masterpieces like that once you start getting older and you separate more from the younger generation. Right. And then everybody was talking about how I don't like Cole because he's way too preachy and all of that. Even though I don't know what that means, um, he's too pre- like KOD that type of shit. He's just too preachy. Well, like I guess like like you get to see but like this work like it's persuasive. Like like it's like I I look at this album it's like a persuasive essay. You're coming harder. You're trying to persuade niggas that hey I'm that nigga. And then you go to something like KOD where he's being more informative. He's trying to tell niggas to not glorify drugs and shit like that. Which like, is is bad? It, like I I don't think it's bad. I like the album. I like I'm a, but you have to be a fan of music to just sit there and take anything that a nigga's trying to give you, bro. Then you should be a fan of music to criticize as well. That's all I'm saying. If you I get if that's not your style and shit. Yeah. But don't do don't be the nigga that's like then who do you listen to? Uh, young boy, my favorite. Well, nigga, in general, he you probably well, not really okay. gonna fuck with. <laughs> uh, you probably not really gonna fuck with Cole in general. Then. It's probably not your lane of music. Oh no, I love this shit, bro. The little John and the it East Side warmed up boys, to me. The little John and the East Side Boys sample is the craziest one to me. Because nigga, shit. nigga, I grew up on little John and the East Side Boys down there in Georgia. Niggas was playing them all like that. So it's like, put your hood up, put, <laughs> put your, your hood up. And you going crazy like, but you put nigga, you put a little John nigga the East Side Boys alone. Because everybody be talking about how you can't and turn up the cold songs yeah. and shit. That's why I was, and I was it's like, bro. So all right, and so I love did, the monologue. So we did ninety five South. Next song is Amari. We're gonna get into this, and then we'll be uh, back with that. Off rip already. Just say that bar. <laughs> that bar gets me every time with good dope. Leave a thing crumping. <laughs> <laughs> I'll That's put dope. That's too damn funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Good dope, man. This song... Hey, I'm going to say, off the rip... Hardest to me. It's hard. Hard as hell. Because it comes off and, like... Underrated wordplay, too, by the way. The fucking... The intro. The ba da ba That's... Like Owen said, that intro makes you feel like your soul lifted. Like you're levitating? Yes, bro. But that... There's... Clever wordplay that I don't think people picked up on. We're going to get to it. Okay, go ahead. So, you know, that was Amari by J. Cole. Second song on the album. Got T-minus, J. Cole, and Timberland. The video is out now, so make sure you guys tune into that. Mez, his producer, like I said, he recorded that. It's crazy. I don't see any samples or anything like that. But, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? I'm going to let you go first on this one. I think the wordplay is, is underrated, but also I've asked people their opinions from this, and I've heard mostly, um, although it's flowing and it's a great intro or whatnot, from what I've gathered, people don't like how you got to like actually sit down and listen mm-hmm. for the wordplay and whatnot. Again, for me, I don't really know what that means because that's the point of... He's agreeing. Yeah. So, so the bar that I like the most... Is if you solo these vocals, listen close and you'll hear grumbling. Multi and I'm still munching. Big bag, never feel fumbling. One smoke, nigga, don't choke. I'm a whole fucking nigga team. Company. Hey, hey, hey. I was like, relax. <laughs> Relax, dog. Okay, but I ain't gonna lie. I did like whatever. Because you keep going. He was like, Dream Bill, the Army, not the Navy. How could you ever try to play me? Kill him on a song. Walk out the booth. There's a record. Rock, 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 baby. Baby. Yes. <laughs> That's not, That is hard. As much as I do slander Westbrook, that is a hard verse, bro. That's tough. I never fall out with the bros. Help when the family turned into foes. Went to the penthouse on the road. Oh, uh, hey. 
I'll give him that. It absolutely, I think that is. flowing on this song. I think that it's a different direction because he had a little bit of like auto tune on it, but he was like, it was. But it works for him. He was like, he was just like going in and out. Some some artists do it and it completely kills the vibe for me because auto tune just don't work with your voice. And I didn't think it was going to work with Cole. They Cole. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't know it was going to work, but it did. I mean, honestly, bro, he got a lot. Like, even when you get to the out the other country where the roads, when it was cold, how did it go over and stand by the stove? Like, bro, like, honestly, great song. I think it's honestly one of the best songs of the, one of the best songs on this album alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you started off. So he went two for two for there. Now we get into the next song on the album. It's My Life. After that song, things started to No, we not. Hey, hey. We so we on song three now. Let's get into it. Let's go. The song we just tuned into was My Life. I think that was the one that had the first feature. So far, no first skips. Two, first two features. Uh, 21 Savage, Moray. And if you don't know who Moray is, I actually just got deep into his music. He has an album called out. It's called Street Servants. And his leading song was Quicksand. Yes. Yeah, the music video to that is hilarious to me, by the way. I love it. Yeah. It <laughs> but hey, uh, so you got J. Cole, 21 Savage, Moray, Jake Wong, Wu Ten, and J. Cole produced this. Great beat. Um, Great Then you go. You go on, you got Gang Shit BLM. I don't think nobody knew that was Gang Shit BLM. That was sampled in it. So the that was them additional vocals. So the additional the additional vocals was also uh, one. Uh, they got the Styles P, Styles P, Styles P. The life. Nobody caught that. Um, there was a lot of samples in here. Like a lot of like, and I, I want to say thank you to Cole because there was a lot of great. Like musicians, a lot of great music that he sampled on this album that I don't think nobody else is gonna catch on to. Styles P, you got Amine, you got Lil John and the Eastside Boys, some Drake, some flutes taken away from Kendrick. A lot of great music on there, and a lot of people got samples. So thank you for putting some big ups for these people. People that you would not see yeah. performing with each other and exactly. Styles P was that's the one I that shook me too. I heard that off the rip. But um, I want you to I want you to tell me what you think about this one, my life. Like I said, so far it's still no skips. Mm-hmm. I think that went stupid. Um, this is one song though. He I wouldn't say I'm not necessarily checking for Cole on this one, but I was, I was so pleased to see um, how you say his name again, Moray. Moray. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Murray on that. <laughs> <laughs> Moray. I was just glad to see him getting more uh, attention. Yeah, and he was putting off for Fayetteville. Uh-huh. So he was just right there with Cole putting up for Fayetteville. So shout out to them. I, um, I thought Cole still came with it, but I mean... Well, like, yeah, he just started off spiraling up just like a rich nigga staircase. Mm-hmm. No fly zone. Piece of the fuck out of mm-hmm. my airspace. Like, bruh, you started off with... But I want to go back... I want to see you working at Squarespace. I want to go back to that. I think the chemistry that... 21 Savage has with J. Cole is is In his interviews, he talks about he got mad respect for him. Like, he got, he he pulls something out. And then, like, I like the, I like what J, I think nobody can do this better than uh, 21, the punch in, punch in style. So, when he's like, he says a verse, 21. Says a verse, 21. Says the verse twenty one. When we were listening to it, I was like, I don't think anybody really. Nobody can really pull that I off. Think that's his him, thing. I think that's his staple. No, 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 twenty one. So no, 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 I want to go back to the one he said. He said, "I got a good heart." So he said, "We don't we don't participate in with eight we don't participate in with that squash and shit. All we, all we believe is homicide. I got a good heart, so I send ten of it. So every oh, time yeah. we make their mamas cry. I don't usually, I don't usually be expecting like bars for real from that from twenty one, but that was tough. When I, when I'm in love, I love heavenly. Right. When I'm in love, I love heavenly on God. If I betray me, if you betray me, you are dead to me. I don't disrespect. I don't disrespect you respectfully. And then he just goes on and on and on and on. I can't read right now. I don't know why. But yeah, 21 came with you, bro. 21 came with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I sound like you're right. 
John Moran, I'm on my Grizzly. Yeah, you yeah, stupid, and, man. And, and I'm a known jaw lover, bro. Y'all gonna stop hating on Ja. He, he put your Warriors out. He's on Jazz. At. I think yeah, it, it's a great song. It's definitely a great song. It's one of them. Um, so we go. I'm gonna start back from the top one. From the intro, what do you give it? A rating out of ten. I give it a seven. Damn, why a seven? I still think that he could have came with more. Actually, oh, I thought you okay. I think he. I'm gonna go eight, eight and a half. I think he could have came with more, but to start it off with Killer, that would should have been an automatic ten. Because I was expecting a little bit more. This is a Luigi bar for me, bro. The Luigi bar kind of fucked it. Oh, up. you're talking he, about okay? Yeah, just just that itself. The the intro itself. What do you give it to? Uh, mm, give it an eight. He could have came harder. Okay. Uh, Amari? Oh, 10. 9.5. That's I fair. like it. That's fair. Uh, and then my life. Honestly, I'm giving I'm giving my life a 10. I think the hook you, was a perfect You like my, my life more than Amari? Yeah. I think that, I think, because I like the blend, bro. I think Moray's yeah, chorus is amazing. That's fair. I think 21 understood the part. I think Jedco set 21 up perfectly and then got the ball back perfectly. So, you know, I think that's a good right there. We're going to get into the next song on the album. So the next song on the album is Applying Pressure. They like dishes. So <laughs> Applying Pressure. It got, the, it got the Martin background. You can hear Martin in the background. Uh, J. Cole, produced by J. Cole, written by J. Cole. And actually, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Jarmed is a freestyle. J. Cole actually made the beat for somebody else. His artist ended up putting out Motorcade, and he just remixed it, put on his shit. But I'm going to tell you like this. On Applying Pressure, I like the name because you can tell he was like, all right, I gave you the intro. I gave you a little bit of bar. Like I did a little something. I gave you a little bit of something on Amari, you know, something new. I gave you 21. I gave you the first couple features. Now it's time to start rapping. Mm-hmm. I start applying pressure on y'all bitch ass niggas. Mm-hmm. And he get in here, one, two, one, two, one, two. Nigga do his thing. I, I'm i going to be real with you. The, my favorite part is when he said, how about you start talking about being a broke rapper? Because I think that's real. I think in this life or world that we live in, everybody wants to be a rapper. But everybody wants to talk about what it's what's like. What's wild is people... People don't like that shit, it seems like. Because it's he's been saying this shit for a minute now. The shit, I know what people didn't like, though. What? The part where he said, uh, if you broke and clowning the millionaire, the joke is on you. Yep. That shit had Twitter like, what the fuck do you mean the joke is? <laughs> That's exactly what he means, you broke nigga. That's like, what he means. The joke make is it, on you. Because it goes back to what, uh, what, what did Tory Lane And say? I like that. Uh, you making, I'm making M's, you making me. Exactly. Exactly. And, and sidebar, uh, that, that what is it, Kojima bar? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That naked snake shit? I'm gonna, right, let me, let me, oh, oh so, you get into it, he says, ain't nothing wrong, ain't, ain't nothing wrong living check to check, because most have to. Instead of capping, why don't you talk about being a broke rapper as a perspective I respect because it's real, what it's like to that was what it's like to be nice as fuck, but you gotta stress to pay the bills. That's 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 your come up. That you talk about your come up and I think that's one of the biggest things that people love about this music because you can watch an artist grow. If you already start talking off about Richard Millie's and all this stuff and the fucking the bitch, da, 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 it gets boring because you're talking about the same thing all the time. We don't see no type of progression between you and how you came in because you are already talking about it. And a lot of people put prices on Richard Millie's that don't even have those prices. All that shit in the rent ain't paid. Exactly. Exactly what he's saying. So, like, to give a perspective to be you're nice as fuck, you got a dream, you're hungry. And I think a lot more people like the music when you're hungry. That's why we're so why I was so hard on Qual because I was like, bro, I want you to get back to being hungry, and I want you to give us bars, and I want us to show you, nigga. He had a crack. Whatever he was on uh, Instagram Live the other day with Steph Curry, nigga said my iPhone screen cracked. Nigga, you were worth a millions. That's humble. Like it shows me he's different, and he's one of us still, even though with the money. Like he, he said in that freestyle, he said the difference. He, how he used to be booming. 
But the difference is now it's by choice. Yep. I was like, see, that's why I like this nigga, dog. You don't put importance on that superficial shit, man. We're just going to give it its raw, genuine perspective on life. So then we get to the next bar. I was, uh, she said, shit's crazy. Didn't know I got M's. Then a real slim. I didn't know I got M's in a more slim, shady, a real slim, shady video. So he started talking his shit. Big boss. Less, less Rick, Rick Ross. Ross. More like a wavy hideo. Yeah. They tote steamers around the way we tippy tote. Round crack virus. And, and I even that was showing humility. Saying. Uh, I'm a big boss, not necessarily Rick Ross, Ross level, yeah. but more like naked snake boss level type. And movie. like, honestly, I'm gonna say this: I think you're more of a boss than Rick Ross, but Rick Ross is considered to the boss was. Yeah, he he got more, he got more, he got more of an impact than Rick Ross because I don't think a lot of niggas like Rick Ross. Like I personally like Rick Ross. I think, I think Rick he Ross resonates got more him. with Southern. Yeah, it's 100% Southern niggas because most of the niggas when I was in high school in Kansas, not a lot of niggas fucking with him, bro. Like, you could tell niggas that Rick Ross is dropping out. Maybe like, nigga, Rick Ross, what the fuck, nigga? I listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Being from Georgia, shit, I listen to it. Nigga, he hard, bro. Nah, he definitely, I think he's more so a Southern thing. And even then, he's definitely not your first choice. He's, He's straight. But I mean, I mean, yeah, that's not my go-to. Yeah, turn it on, but it's not my go-to. So you get into it, and he just talk about. It. He said, "You gotta look at nigga dead in their face and act like, and they really gotta act like." You know what I'm saying? You did something, and that nigga got no. You never can do it how I nigga do it. And like, nigga talk end, like you talking <laughs> shit, bro. Nigga talking because he was like, nah, bro. Like I really think J Cole was really like niggas is trying me, bro. Like, niggas is really on here on the internet. And I think, I'm not going to lie to you, I think the internet... There's literally a fuck J. Cole movement. Lil Pump, before they had that interview with shit, literally starting a a fuck J. Cole movement. And ever since then, I wouldn't be shocked if this song was made during that movement, bro. I wouldn't be shocked either. And literally the whole time, I can't even get on Twitter and... See J. Cole opinions because literally at this point, no matter what this nigga drops. If you come back to the intro and you come out to this song, and the intro nigga said, when your 30-song album do a measly hundred thou. Nigga, but y'all niggas got to understand. The interview from that uh, LA Lakers is at 7 million. For a a nigga to drop a 30-song album that you know you're not going to listen to if you're not a real rap fan, or a real music fan in general, bro. You're not listening to it. You're going to skip picking through songs. You got Drake on there listening to the little feature, right? So then you go to that 30-song album. Now listen, now listen. For him to give him the penny or the 75 cents off the Apple Music stream, Spotify stream, Title stream, whatever you might be streaming it off of, you gotta listen to three fourths of that album, mm-hmm. and he might not even get it off of you. Mm-hmm. So it's hard enough for again. This nigga Cole said, "Nigga, your album doing a measly hundred thousand. All right, so you get that off of him. Woo, 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 get it off. I could drop the same shit he's saying, and I can get more of you, nigga. Which I think he, I think he racked in about three hundred thousand units. Mm-hmm. Great, great, almost Drake type of numbers, if not Drake numbers." I don't know, man. That that was, uh, I think, honestly, you're four for four for me right now. We're getting to the next song, Punching the Clock, me and Elijah. Let's go. Back, so we got Punching the Clock, J. Cole. Uh, Tay Beats on it, man. One of my, one of my, that boy Tay Beats is one of the guys, Mario, Lucia. Uh, Mez, like I said, he going to be all over this, so I'm going to stop saying him. And then we got the, the additional vocals by my boy Damian Lillard. Um, straight out of the, 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 the I'm, I'm going to talk. I feel like Shannon Sharp, and he's LeBron James. The way I gotta advocate for this <laughs> for this to talk. <laughs> I I think Elijah said it best. He said applying pressure. This should be applying pressure. I yeah, this should, should be called pressure. applying pressure. Because holy shit, can we, just, can we just talk about the bars on this one? Nigga, literally from start to damn finish, he was barred up, bro. So, nigga said, nigga started Back off. Back on top, punching the clock, clutching oh. sanity. I got more cribs than habitat for oh, humanity. Shit profound, we propagating more profanity. Okay. Paid off collections from recollections of calamity. Keep going? Okay. The shit pop off, I learned to duck under the canopy. Till it cool off, they murked a nigga right in front of me. Told him to come off the chain for trying to floss. 
that'll cross just like the start of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Stop playing with this nigga code. Bruh. Battles were across. Cause like I'm oh my gosh, I'm Catholic in this nigga. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to this nigga, bro, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bruh? Yo, what the fuck, bro? Bro, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go back to the other ones because like this bar right here. Yes, my, sir. Bro, talk your shit. Bro, talk, talk Elijah shit. saw me pause it, bro. Because I had to pause the song, bro. This nigga said. I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to let you say say it. Nightmare scenes. The police finally apprehended me. Woke up screaming, seeing a demon had his hand on me. Still still sport the scar on my arm for where he branded me like a Q-dog. My nigga's burning with with the the mute off. First of all, shout out to all my Qs from your neighborhood alpha. Second of all, Stop fucking playing with this nigga, bro. I, Branded I on my arm like a Q dog. I don't think these niggas heard you, bro. My can gosh, you, can you say God. the verse? Come on. Time. Nightmare scenes. Picture yourself. Dark room. Nightmare scenes. Yes. The police finally apprehended me. Mm-hmm. Woke up screaming. Seen a demon had his hand on me. Still sport the scar on my arm for where he branded me. Like, like a, a Q dog. My nigga's burning with the mute off. Loud pack smoke through the cracks. I catch a contract. Bro. I don't even think I can see. It's a damn shame. People gonna spend their whole life hating this nigga, dog. Bro, niggas said all them niggas is so canned. They stay slinging. Like, what, Danny D? Now I'm, now I'm left paid like... I, now I'm left here paid like I'm planned to be. Damn. Then went right back to Dame for the outro. Like I told Shay, I think it's mad clever putting Damian Lillard on on the track. It could, to me that completely completes the theme. Off season, even your past albums, that that completes it. Having Damian Lillard on Just the track, dog. And then you take one of his I interviews. One of his interviews. I like fuck that. with it, dog. That's, I'm giving this one a ten out of ten. No skips. Still no skips. We're halfway through, y'all. No skips. Come on, man. And we're yeah, we're halfway in this. Uh, but I I don't. Know. And people we're, still said me. People still said me. We're five for five right now. All right, so we're gonna get to the next one. The next one is a honey mill, J Cole and Boss. Mill, and I'm still here. Uh, J Cole, Boss, but Boss was on the indie. I thought it was J. Uh, I don't know if you know, but this guy named James Montleroy. Uh He's on every major album. He's on Kendrick album, Drake album, Jay Z album. All the bangs. He's a, a an additional vocal type of guy, but that was James on the right. But it was Boss, so I was I was still corrected. J Cole, T minus. Uh, that boy K Quick is also on there. Um, crazy, 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 crazy production on this one. I uh, I like it. Uh, you don't like the singing on this one. Nah, nah. I don't dislike the singing. If if the last two songs you weren't just talking and shit and you were just bodied up. Applying, like, okay, you like, like just talking shit, and then you started singing. If you do uh, punching the clock first, then applying pressure and coming to this one, I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But if you come from punching the clock, no, applying pressure to punching the clock to this. Yes, I don't, no, I don't think from. the placement, I, the placement matters. You, that just doesn't fit to me. Though, if you if you would have done it like that, though, yes, because applying pressure. It's not. It's a little melodic. So yeah. it's, that's fine. But you just went from talking and shit like hell and applying pressure, like bully type shit, mm-hmm. and now you're singing this shit. Not just like, singing, well, nigga. Like, you are. Well, like, I think, I think it, personally, I like it because, like, you get you get your two strong stretch of rapping, and it, he's like, okay, I kind of bring him down. So it's, and he gets back. He starts rapping. He, he starts getting rapping again. And that's the thing. He and does think, get back rapping. What's the memorable memorable bars in this one for you? Oh, okay. That's why I was like, this the song, one was good, this one kind of dropped it off. Talk, say the female one. Okay. Yeah. So I've always said that J. Cole, it should be on the Mount Rushmore, so that's why I really fuck with this bar. He said, I'm on that Mount, Mount Rushmore, you niggas can't front no more, bitch. I'm a rain until FEMA show up. And we all know FEMA ain't showing up no time soon, <laughs> so I fuck with that. <laughs> I fuck with that bar heavy. 
Uh, then you got the one that says, don't care if Michael B. Jordan that's calling my woman to <laughs> fuck. She ain't gonna never pick up. So I can't use I can't say the same for some of you niggas. And I remember I saw a meme on Twitter and it was like, he was like, I was listening to a Jacob Bar and he said it. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, nigga, this is Michael I'm, Jordan. I'm, I'm, I'm picking, picking up. up. <laughs> I'm picking up, nigga. He said, I'll pray for you niggas in the bar, bro. Nigga said, I'll pray for you niggas. So, the next time we got is Pride is the Devil with Lil Baby. Let's get into it. Well, Pride is the Devil. It really is. We got Lil Baby, uh, J. Cole on this one. Producers, T-minus. T-minus is all over this shit. If you don't know the sample, it was from one of my number one albums from last year. Amine, Can't Decide, from that boy Limbo. Uh, Lust is the Devil was the remix of this from Bright Camp. And... Um, Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of uh, samples and clearances on this one right here. So, um, man, what do you think about this one? I don't. I mean, I I I resonated more with this one because he had a lot of, um, I think, relatable shit. Um, if you can give us some of the bars, give me some of the bars. Try making nigga act way harder than he really be. Pride hide the shame when the city cut off his utilities. Pride hide the pain of growing up in hanging poverty. Pride making nigga feel a way that you won't follow me. Making nigga flash a thousand like he hit the lottery. Make a baby mama make shit harder than it gotta be. Make you have to take the bitch to court to see a prodigy. Make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery. I think the part where he says, make a bitch that takes the court to see a prodigy is going to hit some niggas. Because that's the bar, bro. That's the one. But also, all I'd like to say, Little Baby came in there. He came to in me, it was kind of like chronological order. That's why I really fucked Like, niggas flashing the money, and then the baby mom was seeing the money. Like, I couldn't even spend it more on the kids. Oh, we yeah. got to take it to court. court. Yeah. That's... I fuck with it. It's what all realistic. It all happens in real life. It's, I mean, you talking like real shit to me. I fuck with this. Too much money to count. What's the amount? Checks never bounce. Got I got to pay a nigga to add it up. Then pay somebody to make sure whatever the amount he says, he can back it up. Got the racks on racks on racks. Stack it up. You're reaching out. I'm acting up. Break it down. Wait up. Baby came in hard as fuck. Baby came in smooth as hell. Baby came in hard as fuck. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't like it at first. I didn't like Baby's Teacher. I was like, really? I, I'm not going to lie to you. 100% I'm not going to lie to you. Because like, I wasn't listening to the way that he came in like everybody else. Which usually when I listen to like first albums, when I listen to like, I listen to the bars occasionally, but I'm really listening for the production on albums. So then I'm listening to it. And I was like, how could, how could Little Baby do this? You know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to it and I just did not like it. Because at first it sounded like Baby was out of breath. <laughs> like, when they first listen to you, like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, DJ Khaled, Drake, and fucking J. Cole just beating the fuck out of this nigga, bruh. Take all your dark skin potential and make our song funny, bruh. All you like beating the fuck out Because if you listen, have you heard, heard the song with, uh, with Dirk and Lil Baby? Yeah. Where he's like, I'm running this shit to the top, yeah. Keep going. Like, it really do sound like these niggas just be making this baby. Just rap. They probably tired. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> been on everybody's shit, bro. They can go on everybody's shit, bro. Glorify everybody with baby features. Gotta, baby got it. Baby got it. His feature is worth a lot, man. Literally and figuratively. He got to be up to 500 racks now. Mm-hmm. He got to be there. He said he was doing 200 a show, nigga. That 200 show is gone, nigga. You are that nigga now. I hope you, I have to pay that. No, nah, he, he got it for free. He got it for free. Yeah. It's J. Cole. That's more that's more notoriety for you. You spreading across his fans. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm telling you, bro, the difference is when you have this two different worlds and what seems to be the new trap like one of the new trap type gut dogs getting with uh a little bit of a wave of hip hop. Yeah. Little baby in there. When you got two like worlds clashing to come together and make this is Seemingly, which people would want. So. I ain't have a problem with the little baby. I mean, like we discussed, I'm always bars first. Well, we talked about that. And then that's mm-hmm. why I like how he came into it. But I was like, um, we know, talk about you ain't really have. There's fun. nothing besides Cameron. There is no other lyrical rappers that he's featured. All these guys are trap rappers. Trap rappers. Twenty one, 
Moray is an R and B trap trap R and B artist. Yeah, but even and then you got Lil Baby discography. He's still street sermons. Yeah, street street sermon type. So I mean, like maybe because some of that stuff just resonate with me a little bit because it's just the imagery with that type of stuff just seems takes me back to Columbus for some reason. so I, I like that type I try not to go back to Columbus so much with my music. Because you you know what they are. Yeah. If it ain't no Carolo Rodriguez and yeah. Young Boy and all them, they're not fucking with it. So I know <laughs> I know he's not necessarily lyrical, but I was like, that's what I listen to rap for. It's some type of... Well, like, wait, oh, even with his, so with like his R&B, you're going to it for some type of lyric? Wait, who are we talking about? Moray. Okay, I thought we were talking. Right. About, okay, I was, I was talking about Lil Baby. Okay, oh yeah, so like Lil Baby, yeah. I mean, Lil Baby always gonna be good in that because it's still Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was talking about Moray with even in some of his shit. He's, but I was talking about like with this verse, baby. He just didn't really. He slid into it real smooth, but I was like, I don't think this is a necessarily a memorable verse as far as what you said. I just think I just think the way he came in is gonna catch niggas. Niggas was really not worried about it until they heard him come in. But it, 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 it was like, oh, shit. Like, nigga came in off a of call like that. Nigga said, what he said, go. This one of the smoothest beats to me. Niggas wasn't worried about this? Um, So we're going to go. We got a couple more songs. We're on seven. We got eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve left. So if you, if you want to pause it now, right now is the perfect time to pause it. Get you a drink. Get you a snack. We're going to finish these, these last couple songs out and then uh, we're going to give our whole our whole review on this tape itself after we going song for song. So the next one we got is Let Go of My Hand. It has Boss and it has Six Slack on it. Let's go. And, and I, know, I know it's not Six Slack. <laughs> I'd be saying it's black. <laughs> but let's go. So that was Let Go of My Hand, J. Cole Boss, Six Slack. We also got Wu-Tin, Frank Deuce, DJ Dahi. I think that is a perfect mix. Frank Dukes is one of my favorite producers of all time. You got DJ Dahi. It's a certified banger off that one. It, has, it says it has additional vocals by Diddy on there. Did not know. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, you got K Quick. It's also really hard to know. Um, what, what do we think about this one, man? Well, I asked you a question. And I was like, said, do we think that Boss is going to become a... a, a Primary Boss vocal right now. Boss. Oh. A vocal guy. Oh, okay. I thought you were asking. Because he's been playing. Cole gonna be. No, no, no. Because Boss has been playing with his vocals lately. Yeah. Like, he's been stretching it out. He's been going for the I'm melodic stuff. I fucked with that. Because you remember the last tape he dropped? He had Nirvana. He had the other song. Then he dropped the, what is it? Drift. The Drift song, whatever. Then he dropped. Even Risk. No, Risk, Risk, Risk. Yeah, Risk, Risk. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Then he dropped these last two songs with Cole. And, and a little bit like Purge, he, too. A little bit. He ain't do too oh, much. Oh, yeah. On the, um, the last album he dropped. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. He, I think he's going for that island vibe, but yeah, he's also I'm, bringing that. I'm cool with Bob doing that. I thought you were asking about Cole. I th- you know, I think a lot of people be like, I want too high to ride him. I don't think that's much different. I see it. You already know how I felt about that spilled milk shit. I liked it. I didn't dislike. I think it, I'm just so open, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm just too open for this shit. What I would prefer. But you just said you'll give him. You said you'll like. You'll like it if you take because you can tell he's making that change, bro. You already know what what kind of killed it for me. That Joloff Rice song. That Joloff Rice is hard, bro. That Earth Joel game Rice. brought me back into it. But <laughs> the beginning of the song, that nigga lost me when this nigga started the song talking about some yeah. <laughs> Black pussy only. I said, all right, bro. <laughs> so fuck me, right? So fuck me as a listener. He just saying He's just saying he shit now, dog. You know he wasn't talking about you, bro. I know he wasn't talking. I'm talking like, nigga, you just saying shit. You know he was talking about you, bro. So let's get into some of the bars. So I want to say, out of all these songs... This is one of the songs of cooling up high pressure and punching in the clock. This nigga Cole was talking his shit. He mentions his little boy. I gotta find today. My dad. My today. My son said, "Daddy, let go of my hand." Reminded me one day he's gonna be his own man, 
And my job is to help him quick. I know I got to make sure that he's no bitch because niggas is bound to try. Him. If I said I was tough enough to grow, if I said I was the toughest growing up, I would be lying. I had a fear of getting punched while everybody was watching, was eyeing. Add to the constant fear of dying by gunshot wound, the other violent type of endings. Do you feel like this song, it might just be me, but do you feel like this song kind of brought you back to For Your Eyes Only? For Your Eyes Only and 2014 Forza. Yeah. The storytelling in this? Yeah. I don't know. That's what, like, first time I listened to it, I literally like, just sat I'm back going through this album, bro. And I'm, I'm telling you, bro, from this point on, I thought there was a couple misses. I don't think there's no misses right now, bro. I think he did his thing on his album, bro. Last we got a couple three. more. We got, we got a couple three. three. We got a couple three. They didn't miss. I never said any of this shit missed. I didn't think there was any misses. I did think the last three songs could have came harder as your conclusion. That's why I... And... Be, well, we're gonna we're gonna review the whole album at right. the end. Go to the end. I want you to talk about the the part where he talks about the scrap of puff. Yeah. So my last scrap of puff was. So from what I understand, um, so in the bar he says my last scrap was with Puff Daddy. Who would have thought it? I bought that nigga album in seventh grade and played it so much. You would have thought my favorite rapper was Puff. So. Um, Basically, he's talking about this altercation he got in with Diddy. Um, so back in 2013, apparently, J. Cole and Diddy um, got into a fight at the MTV Music Awards after party. Um, Diddy was arguing with Kendrick Lamar over his uh, King of New York claim on, 20, uh, on Control. And Diddy tried to pour a drink on him. And J. Cole uh, came to Kendrick Lamar's defense and that led to a fight between him and Diddy. Um, so although Ibrahim, uh, which J. Cole referenced in the song, had discredited the rumors and so did Diddy, um, it's still, I mean, obviously he just talked about it. It's facts. And, and, and you can look, if you look at like the, the claims of it, like Diddy tries to brush it off like it never happened. Yeah, that's Diddy moves. He, he like he usually does that type. He like a mob boss type of nigga. Like he trying to be like a shit night type. Like I'm gonna beat your ass and then tell niggas it ain't happened. Like nigga, it happened, bro. I just can't believe that Cole brought it back up. That's the thing. I mean, we already talking our shit. That's the one, man. I like it. I don't know. I don't know why that would bother. Diddy, because Diddy it never, happened. Diddy was oh, never and never has been the king of New York. I said that, and if you disagree, hit me up. Diddy, please disagree. <laughs> who, who, the nigga? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Talk. Diddy, king of oh, man. Six nine it? more of the king of New York than Diddy. That's, so many niggas. <laughs> so many niggas. Don't play, don't play, you play. What? What did you say? <laughs> what did you say, nigga? <laughs> He's gonna be pissed. Um, oh no, there is. So the outro were like, "Lord, please guide our footsteps, watch over us, cover us." That's Diddy. Diddy did the outro. Really? Yeah. Is that a sample or he? Lord, understand. Actually, bro, I'm gonna pause this real quick because I need to hear that. I didn't know that Diddy did that. But that is definitely Young Diddy. You can tell that's Young Diddy. That's 100%. Gotta be Young Kim. That's not, that that's not him now, though. Hell no. Because Diddy from? now be speaking with his chest. That's Young Diddy. I really want to know where that's from. Let me see. Because... That's, that's, why I, that's why I couldn't even recognize the nigga. I thought that whole background voice was Diddy the whole I don't know, bro. I do not know. I don't know where the fuck Cole got that from or how he came across that, but... Don't want to look up Diddy outro J. Cole. Because I don't know where the fuck that came from. 
Huh? Huh? I'm about to find it and send it to you. On a scale of one to ten, are we on? Yeah, we're on. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, though, what would you give it? This song? Mm-hmm. The storytelling, it says a lot. I like it at nine. Me too. I think, I like the, I like the, the one with his dad, they, he's talking about Because, mm-hmm. like, bro, you got to think about it, like, and if that was as a sandwich. father, as a father, and we're not there yet in our lives, but as a father, you have to sit there and teach your son. Like, he has to step back, and he's, like, reminiscing on time with his kid, and you're like, nigga, niggas going to try you. And I think the best thing about it is niggas don't know that that's his son. Mm-hmm. Like, his kids even even touch the limelight of knowing that how rich and famous her dad is, probably. Mm-hmm. So you go back, and, like, this goes back to the other day with the Billboard Awards and uh, Drake bringing his son out. Like, Drake's son was scared shitless, bro. Nigga was like, Whoa. like all these people. Nigga, Drake tried to put, he had so much anxiety, bro. But it's like, you don't know how much, you don't know how fucking famous your dad is, bro. And even then, they probably won't get it. Yeah. Because they still won't understand, like, the impact your pops had, though. The hold that your pops had on a whole generation. Yeah. Not just one. I think, I think the only kids that might know (laughs) how famous their father is, is Diddy's kids. And they're old enough to well, understand. Yeah. They they're old grown. enough. Yeah, they're Shit. old enough. I know which one definitely understands how famous he is. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that right. <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> 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 All right, bro. On to the next song, bro. This is gummy. Where you at? The next songs... The next two songs have already been putting out. So, we'll talk about Interlude. Yeah. We're talking about the Climb Back... Probably all in one sitting, and then we'll get into the next one after that. So, four more songs. Let's go. So, we just got to listen to Interlude. Interlude, <laughs> uh, Interlude had J. Cole. It was produced by Tommy Parker, T-Minus. Like I said, T-Minus all over this motherfucker, bro. God damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to the Combat, which was released, I think, in 2020. It was released in 2020. With Lion, on, Lion King on Ice. Uh... It also came back. It was on that two-piece that he dropped. He produced that one by himself. Had I'm So In Love With You with the Brief Encounter uh, sample. Social Suicide was also one of the samples in. Um, I don't know. The interlude, I like the interlude a lot. I don't think he should have put the climb back in this because the album was already going as it is. I didn't really, the first time listening to it, I completely skipped the song because I was like, well, not I only not only did I already hear this shit, I like the it interlude, just doesn't though. go, it just does Yeah, I'm, I was cool with the interlude. Because, like, the climb back. Yeah, the climb back. I, I skipped it. There's just no point of. And I usually listen to first songs over, like, because, like, whenever, and this, like, most times they put, like, three or four or five singles out. I skip over those because I already heard it. Like, what's the point of listening yeah. to it? And unless again, unless it's, it's like a transition, like, it's like 21 Savage on, like, and they got a, like a transition going to it. I'm listening to it because the transition helps it out a lot. But there's no transition. There's nothing. You're just going into it. And you put the two songs that you put out before this. Even though you said you didn't want to put the interlude out, you put the two songs that you already put out before this on there. It's like, man. So <laughs> interlude. I like the interlude though. He came and said, "Shit can go up. It can go down." You know what I'm saying? Okay, Bottles, cold world, niggas knowing what it is, just in case niggas don't. Just in case niggas, they don't. I show them like how niggas. It's war, niggas running up the score. People are, people did not like hearing that. Uh, I don't know. I think it was brave putting uh, the interlude out as the first. But like I'm saying, I can't even say it's brave because it, niggas, that, niggas that those type of potential can do that shit yeah. is still going to move numbers. And it so. did. It did. As much as people hate on it, it literally it did. It did. Whatever. <sighs> but two songs left. We got close. Hunger of Hillside. Um, two more, and then we're gonna give our review on the whole album itself. So let's go, man. Let's get it. So we just got into uh, close. Uh, 
written by J. Cole, produced by J. Cole, all by J. Cole. But you do hear the like the new birth do it again sample. You do hear the 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 root uh MFD sample. Like I said, Mez is gonna be all this. I'm gonna stop saying him because nigga is the engineer, bruh. <laughs> like, I wanna give I wanna cause most niggas have different engineers. They got the same one. Like most most do, but I uh, yeah. <coughs> you're all about this, bro. Good shit. Uh Bill Maddie. What do we think about this one? It's I think it's more storytelling. Yeah, I think he kinda I think he switched. He's, you can tell I think after that that singing song, he switched into more and that might have been intentional. Maybe, maybe his point was to start out. Let me see. Uh, talking his stuff and then going back to what he's. Pride is the devil. Imagery. Yeah. Well, no, pride is the devil. Kind of, you know, rap. I don't know, cause like I think this is where people kind of lose niggas. I don't get what's the problem with that though. The only thing I I, not even disliked, but just questioned was. How strong he came out, and then it went into storytelling. But that's what—that's what he does, though. Storytelling imagery is his thing. Well, nigga, What's the problem? You're the one that did the last three. Was the bad ones? Yeah, I think they fell off from the how he started. I didn't. If that just heard these songs and just this song alone, I like the song. I don't know, bro. I like it, but I. I but even I'll the, explain the it more that, when we get the to the end. Way that, that the album is formatted. You don't you don't do all that and then you get to this song. Cause close is like it's good, but it's like different. This is what niggas get preachy about. But is that a problem? Not to me, but to others. I just don't see why is that why is that an issue? To me that's what that's what the norm should be. Do you know it like have you ever like do you know what he was going with this one? Yeah. Or like can you tell niggas what he was going from what I can tell, shit. yeah. Um, at least I think he, I think he was mainly trying to talk about, um, like violence kind of pervading through different facets of his life, specifically like. Uh, he said, dreams. I didn't even notice, but he said, and I'm, and I'm tired, and, and and in time I'm gonna blow. They labeled me the go. How long was it? How long? Has it been since we spoke last night? I jumped. Yeah, so it was definitely storytelling. I don't see a problem with that. I just think it's kind of different. Maybe a little weird that you came out so strong and then things shifted. Yeah, but again, that could have been. It's a, it, and it could, could be been, an experimental thing. It could be an experimental thing. Cause I think Pride well, of the heard Devil. I song and just this song and nothing else though. I like this song. I think Pride of the Devil was one of the most experimental things on there. I think a Honey Mills experimental thing on there. I think Amari is definitely an experimental thing because the auto tune on it. That's all. That's what I mean. He just lost, not lost, but he. I think this in album. I'll give it a significant. I'll give it a seven. Point. I give the it a album or the song. Sets the close. Oh, for sure. I'll seven. give it a seven. Uh, I'm, I was leaning 6.5, but I'll give it 7. Nah. 6.5? I'll give it 7. I don't know, bro. I like the image. I'm an imager Because I, I wasn't used to the whole album, bro. It's not that bad, but still. I'm not going to say it was horrible. It was but like that's horrible. him, bro. Give us a different side of you, bro. Like, we got what you uh, want. Yeah, like, keep going, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I give it a 7. And Hunger on Hillside is the last one. Then we're done with this album. So we're just going to give you our opinion on the outro. And then we'll go from there. Hunger on Hillside. Boss. J. Cole. Boss is all over this motherfucker. Uh, got my boy Don Mills. Boy Wanda. Drake's producer. Um, And yes. Yes. I told you. Like I said. On every major album. This album would have been complete without him. That boy right there, James Fauntleroy. Finally. I thought he was going to be on these other two albums. I'm not going to lie to you. Boss kind of sounded like James Fauntleroy. He could take James Fauntleroy's spot when James retires. But yeah, James Fauntleroy is on this. The vocal producer, that boy, K-Quick. What do you think, bro? For an outro, what do you think? For an outro? No. I don't, again, I don't dislike any of these songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think context matters, though. 
It's the outro. So what song would you have made the outro? Because I think, I think the ending of it with James Farley's James Farley is, ah, it makes it more of an outro feel. I don't know if you can put this song anywhere else on the album, really. You can't. So what song, what, what song are you using to bump Hunger on Hillside out? That's Originally, I was about to say 100 mil, but no, I would keep it there. I would, you know, I would switch um, the singing shit around, but I'd leave hunger on the other side. So, would you leave it there, or would you take it out? I'd leave it. I still give it. I, I give it. A, still give it like an eight. But um, this, this one, yeah, okay. It's not a bad song at all, though. I, I like it. say. Uh, like I like it because he starts off. It's more like slow. Like you say the money gone, the it's money gone fade, but the respect shit. don't. Then shit. he and then he get back on that second verse and start yeah. going. He's talking. He start shit. talking his shit again, and then you know lead us out. He get James Farley War the boss. I still like that. <laughs> he took a lot of boxing. I say that at least once a day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Make a thousand dollars stack. If ever power that pass, I catch you playing inside my lanes, and I'm gonna follow your ass, play the whole. And if that applies to you, I hope it hurt. That nigga really. I would say so. Overall, what do you the album now? Since we listened to it, track by track, talked about it. So okay, so this is this is a problem that I have. Maybe it'd be easier for me to rate rate it when I hear Kendrick. Uh, so that way I can gauge, is it an age thing or just capability? Mm-hmm. Because out of context from Kendrick, I give this probably a nine. But again, competition here, competition here. So if Kendrick uh, does normal Kendrick. From a music perspective, bro. Can we, can we, can we tag in for a minute? Because <laughs> Drake is still that nigga. Come on. He's artist of the decade, bro. He's artist for the decade and for a reason. We have Drake. We have Kendrick. We have Joy Badass. Probably a couple of Griselda niggas dropping this year. Probably Freddie Gibbs dropping this year. There's a lot of niggas that's coming with raps. But the top the top three are still those three. It's still those three. You know how I feel about Drake. I know. But... That's that's the that's the thing that fucks with me is out of context from that shit I give it a nine but again I don't I don't really regardless do remember Cole swung first so yeah <laughs> I just hate that he dropped it this earlier in the year bro I really still hate that he dropped it this early in the year I think I that think, I think this is it a matches what he says he always talks about he'll go toe to toe with the Giants and all of that shit he did. I just would have dropped in a competition it in August or September, bro. I would have waited on the drop. Yeah. I don't think this is a May album. I don't think this is an early drop type album. Okay, he could. There's, so many, there's a lot of things that he could have perfected. There's probably a couple of songs that he could have took out, like the climb back. Honestly, climb this back album is a, a bit. The, the climb back bit. out of this is a hard 9.9, bro. There's no... It's a hard nine point nine. I don't think there's no skips. Point blank period. If you if you listen to music, I don't think there's any skips. Close. I don't think that's is, a skip. is is is, is it's there. still story storytelling. It's still storytelling, but it's it's a close one for me. That probably has to be my least favorite song in the album. It's one hundred. Okay, that singing shit. Nah, close <laughs> because the singing shit was just the intro of the song. Yeah. He still talks to shit. Yeah, he still talks to shit in the song. So. Yeah, clothes would be my least favorite, but even in clothes, what's your it's favorite? Still, uh, punching the clock. No, 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 no. Amiri, close second, punching the clock. I think I like applying pressure now. Really? No, no, no. That's Q Dog is punching the clock, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, punching the clock, punching the clock, and then second is probably gonna be the intro. Cause just hearing Killer's voice. I try to tell these niggas, but these niggas is, 
I'm my pen and the papers lethal. 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 Number for me, number one, Amiri. Number two, a close second, punching the clock. And a very, very close third is 95 South. 95 South? Uh, I don't know. I like Amiri because of the intro, but I think there's just other songs on here. Like, I don't know. Part of the devil, because to me, it all, I say that because it all has everything I like to. Amiri has the production that I like, punching the clock has the intensity and the bars that I like. And 95 South has that, uh, to me, that little genre. My really second probably would be brought it home. My Life, just because the Styles P sample. Yeah. The Styles P sample is fucking raw shit. Don't get no better than that. Out of context from the rest of them niggas dropped them, though, I say song nine. Take, okay. take climb, the, the climb back song, uh, like you said, 9.9. Actually, just my... Nah, leave clothes. It's just not stellar, but it's not a bad song. So, without... 9.5, I got I got 9.5 on this album. I don't think there's no skips, though. Except the time. Honestly, it's a great, so it's a great album. Now that I listen to it again, and actually listen, listen, not for production, but for listen, listen. So, I, I give it that. It's definitely an album that grows on you. I think even with, when it ages more, it's going to be better. I think he's gonna climb up his friend. And if you're a cold fan, I think it's his whole career though. The more he that embodies the more music people. in a whole. Yeah. You have to you have to take most But especially with him. Album. Yeah. Because he gets discredited a lot initially. And then shit ages. And then people are like, shit, that's a bar. Who is that? It's J. Cole. We've been trying to tell you. It's J. Cole. This nigga's nice like that. And you Who like wrote it? this shit for this person? That was J. Cole too. He's like that. And you locked. <laughs> huh? As an and then you locked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was it. This is the J. Cole review from me and yours truly, Elijah. Uh, we'll probably be back with the next major album that comes out. Uh, me and Elijah, me and Owen, me, Owen and Elijah, me, Samari and Elijah, whoever it may be. But I'm going to have me and another special guest here for the next major album that comes out. Until then, keep running this back. New episodes every Friday at 12 o'clock. Owen got his... Review. Owen got his stuff coming out. Smart got his things going on. BDO took it well. If you want to say anything before we go, plug yourself before I end it. Shit, I just got my Instagram, Elijah.ks.